0: Hello everyone. I hope you all are having a fantastic day, and I just want to welcome you here today. So my name is Justin Holland. I am a natural competitive bodybuilder. I'm also a content creator on YouTube and platforms such as that, YouTube and Twitter, and I just create content, and that is pretty much what I do. And today I'm going to be really telling you guys my story. And you may be asking yourselves why I'm telling you my story today, uh, which we'll, we'll kind of get into into more detail. But briefly, it is really, guys, I just want to talk to you guys because I feel like a lot of us in today's society look for reasons to make excuses in in, in our lives and uh, reasons to give up on ourselves. So, uh, you know, like I said, my name is Justin Holland and I am currently 22 years old. But it was not too, too long ago that I was going to college at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, the, what I was going to school for was mechanical engineering, which I, I thought that's what I was really passionate about, which I, you know, I, I, was, I was passionate about the design aspect and motorsports was really what I, w- I wanted to do with it, uh, which, you know, what I love doing because... Um, obviously, since, you know, like I said, I'm a competitive bodybuilder now, and fitness was also what I was passionate about. But when it came time to graduate high school and go off to college and pick a degree, I didn't really see it possible for me to make a career out of health and fitness and that being said I decided to go with what I love really and you know best next to that which was engineering and I, I knew that I could make a sustainable career out of it and make a decent living doing engineering so that's why I chose this degree but you know after after hundreds of hours several semesters and countless classes I, I came to realize that engineering was not what I loved doing I, I really hated the schooling part of it and after after a couple years I... Uh, you know, everything started to really fall apart. After a couple semesters, I did have to end up getting a part-time job just because uh, we got to have money to, you know, to live and to stay in our lives, to eat and, you know, just to live. So I got a part-time job and um, that along with full-time schooling, it, it really was a lot to deal with. And I, you know, while all this was going on, I was still diving into health and fitness more and more because that was what I was truly passionate about. And you know, after several years of going to school, I came to the realization that you know, engineering is not what I don't I want to make a career out of. That's not what I want to do with my life. I would much rather do something with health and fitness, even though the monetary value I might not make as much money, but I know I'm going to be happy and even though i came to this realization i didn't do anything about it i i i was really in this rut it was my 3rd year of college and i was in this i was just pretty much in a rut i knew i needed to make changes i knew there was something that just you know needed to be changed and i knew i needed to do something about it but the thing is i didn't i just stayed there and for whatever reason i thought that if i kept doing what i was doing do, if i kept doing what i was doing I thought that something would just magically change and something would magically happen and my life would become all better and everything would get back on track. I would get out of this rut that I was in and everything would be back to normal. I would be happy and I, you know, I would enjoy my life and I would get it back. But you know, I, w- I was working more and more and school was just becoming harder and I hated it even more. And you know, that was when things really started going downhill. And like I said. I knew that I needed to make a change, but I didn't. I just, I kind of stayed there, I was very complacent, and I just never made this change. And I kind of want you guys to imagine this. Now, I was, it was my third year of school, and, you know, everything was going pretty much downhill, nothing was really going right, per se, and, you know, I, I knew I needed to make this change. I was in this huge rut. And then, you know, I just want you guys to kind of imagine where I was at in my life. And then, you know, I, at this at this uh, point in time, I was currently 20 years old. And it was my spring semester of my third year of college. So it was, you know, the, the second semester of my third year in college. And, it, you know, I finally, I said, this is it. You know, I'm either going to move home I'm either, you know, something's gonna change. I'm done with engineering. I'm done with going to school for this. I'm tired of being miserable. Well, you know, I, I was gonna basically just sucker it up, and I'm gonna just gonna suffer through this last semester, and then uh, kind of, you know, play it by ear. And you know, just I, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I really didn't. I didn't know where my life was gonna go. And it, it, that that was the moment that my life changed. I feel like that sometimes. In our lives, when we get in these ruts, when we're very complacent with our lives and we know we need to make changes and we know that we have to do something different, when we don't do something different, I feel like something comes out of nowhere and it knocks us off our feet and it makes us hit rock bottom. Well, for me, that is when everything changed in my life for the uh, for the rest of my life, that is when you know everything changed. So I want you guys to imagine that you know you're going to college. You're in this rut, or you know you may not be going to college, but you're in a rut. You're very complacent in your life, and you you know you know something needs to change because you're you're just miserable. And that that was me. So then, um, just imagine that you know you're going or you, you're going through your life. And then all of a sudden there's this there's this spot that appears in your vision. For me it was in my left eye and I didn't know what was going on. It was this teeny little spot and I just ignored it. I didn't say I didn't think it was anything. I kept going through my day. I would go to work, I would go to school and I would most importantly what I loved doing at the time, what you know, my only escape was the gym. So when I would go to work out, um, the spot would actually grow when I worked out. It would get a little bit worse, I guess, because of the stress on my body. But just just imagine having this little spot in your, your vision. And, I, you know, for me, I ignored it. And then uh, two weeks went by. I, I, I still just kind of pushed it back on the back burner. And then I, um, yeah, so then t- uh, two weeks went by, and I noticed that it kept getting worse. And then I caught up my mom and said, you know, maybe I need to go get my glasses, get some more glasses, because I didn't know if it was just a blurry spot. What, what really was going on, I didn't know. And then, it, uh, you know, after two weeks, I went to my first doctor visit, and then, you know, they didn't know what was going on. So, then, you know, it, it really, the snow, really the snowball effect started from there. I went to another doctor. And after about two more weeks, they informed me that it's not, lo- it's not only in your left eye, but it's in, it's in my right eye. So, uh, you know, th- imagine now that you, you, you're you going through your life, you're in this rut, nothing's going right, and you, you have this spot in your left eye, and then it, it, they inform you that it's not only in your left eye, but it's in your right eye as well. And that was where I was at. At this point, I moved home from college I and there, there was no point in me being there, and I moved home, and this was my main focus. I got another part-time job in some other restaurant that uh, that was local, so it was right across from the gym. So I was working in this restaurant, and then I, um, yeah, so I, I just started working there and going to the gym because that was really what I loved doing. And it was from April of 2016, uh, a year that you know an unforgettable year. In a very memorable month of my life. But April of 2016 until June of 2016. June was when that was the last, June 1st was the last day that I drove uh, because uh, that was the day that I was declared legally blind. I could no longer see well enough to drive. I could no longer see well enough to reprint. I could no longer see well enough to really almost walk around in an unfamiliar area. And that was the day that it, it really started going downhill. And June 1st, I stopped driving and... Um it, yeah it, I the only thing that I was doing was working in the restaurant which I was very familiar with because I, I've been working there for a couple of months and then I was going to the gym that I've been to when I was going in high school. so I knew the layout of the gym and nothing has changed. but for me I kept doing this the doc I went to you know more doctor visit doc, doctor visit after doctor visit after doctor visit. And, uh, you know, test after test after test on my eyes, and they still didn't know what was going on. They gave me this list of diagnosis that it could could have been or could be. And the the list, of course, they start out with the yeah, what was curable and what they knew they could fix first. And then the very last thing on the list was a genetic condition or a genetic disease, as they call it. But... Of course it was at the very end of the list because that disease or condition has no cure and it was until it wasn't until August of 2016 so several months later that the bl- the test results came back and they confirmed that I had a condition called Labor's hereditary optic neuropathy and this is a genetic condition that causes uh, someone to lose their vision. And, you know, that that was when the doctor visits kind of simmered down and they stopped because there was no reason for me to keep going to the doctor visit. I kind of had to almost deal with the fact that I was going blind. And it, for me, at first, I tried to stay as positive as possible. I tried to stay optimistic on the whole situation and not let it knock me down but at the same time it was almost like i was in denial for the fact that i was you know that i was losing my sight because i didn't you know, one great example was i didn't want to stop driving i you know i i mean imagine you you have to stop driving because your eyesight gets so bad you're you're losing your vision and you have to stop driving i mean it when it comes to being uh, being independent driving is driving is one of the 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 things that makes us so independent, you know, if you want to leave the house and go to the grocery store, if you live, you know, if you live a few miles from the grocery store, you can't walk, you can't ride your bike, like, well, obviously, you can't ride your bike if you're blind, so it's like, it, it takes your, your feeling of being independent, and it just strips you of that, so for me, I almost was in denial that I was losing my sight, because I didn't want to stop driving, I didn't, I I didn't want to have to stop driving, and one of the reasons I didn't want to have to stop driving was because that meant that my eyesight was so bad that I could I could no longer drive. So when it came up to that June first date, and you know I went to the eye doctor, and to put things into perspective for you guys, my left eye, you know, perfect vision is twenty twenty and my left eye when i got it tested that day was 20 over 400 now i knew i you know i knew when i went to the doctor that day you know it was just a it was just a bad day in general but i knew that i shouldn't have been driving i knew that i was putting myself in danger i was putting others in danger and uh, other people's family in danger and that you know i look back on it and i think of how stupid i was for to you know c- to continue driving and to be in denial of the fact that I was losing my sight, I should have really, I should have um, accepted the fact that I, I could no longer drive because something, you know, something bad could have happened because I was on the roads and I could not know, you know, my vision was that bad. But I, it it was really hard for me to, to accept the fact that I was losing my vision. Another great example was. You know, I, I didn't want to accept the fact. I didn't, you know, I've always been, I, I would like to say, an intelligent person and a very independent person. And when it comes to losing my vision, you know, something as simple as reading the directions, or you know, an example would be in the, the restaurant that I was working at while I was losing my vision or losing my sight and going blind. It was a you know as a restaurant, so in the in the back we would have to read tickets and read orders, and then I was a food runner, so we would have to read the ticket, get the food ready, and take it out to the table. But for me, I could no longer read print, so I would I remember that uh, you know my vision started going in my left eye first, so my right eye was not as bad, but it was very very bad. So I had to hold the ticket literally a half an inch from my face to try to in, even um, read the ticket. And for me, I, I hated the fact that I, I hated the fact that I could no longer do something. And anytime someone would ask to help, I didn't want them to help me because that meant that I, I could not do something because of my sight. And I didn't want that to be the case. So, you know, there was so many instances where losing my vision, I didn't want to accept the fact that I was losing my vision. I didn't want to accept the fact that, I was going to have to live life this way. And the greatest example of all where this was the case was after I stopped working, this was in October, so this all started in April of 2016. In October of 2016, my vision was to the point where I could no longer work in the restaurant. I was very thankful for the restaurant because it kept me busy through this, for, through this life-changing event uh, at night, and it gave me something to do. And even though it, it got to the point where I couldn't even do much, I was pretty much standing there polishing civilware and trying to run food, but I couldn't even see what was on the plates that I was carrying. It got to this point, and then in October they finally sat me down and told me that I had to stop working. Which, once again, I knew I shouldn't have been working, but I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go back into the manager's office and tell them that because I didn't want to have to stop working because of my eyesight. But a, li- a couple weeks after, I had this lady come out from the um, a local organization that helps blind people. I think it's Social Workers for the Blind here in North Carolina, and. She started trying to, you know, talk to me about AIDS and things that could help me live my life now that I could not see and that I was losing my vision. And, you know, she started going through these lists of magnifiers, which, of course, I tried that, but it, my vision got to the point where that would not help. But the, it, it, she she got down to the list, and then she asked if I wanted orientation and mobility training. Now, for, for those of you who do, you who do not know, orientation and mobility training is this... Is is where if you have ever seen a visually impaired or a blind person walking, and you see them walking around with this stick, that is what I call it. It's it's technically called a long walking cane, but it's uh, that stick, and that's where they teach you to use this. But I told her that I did not, I didn't, I didn't need that stick. I didn't want to use that stick, and I, you know, I was sitting there thinking, I can, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was in my living room, and I was thinking like you know i mean just just try to imagine um try, you know someone telling you that you're going to have to walk around with this stick just so you can mobilize and to get around and i told her i didn't need it and of course i really did need it i just was in denial of the fact that i needed to use something like that to simply walk around in my everyday life but i i told her that she left that day and then within 2 weeks i called her back and told her I, I needed and and I needed to do orientation mobility training because I couldn't see to get around if I was not in my own home I had to rely on someone else and that was when you know I came to the realization that it was time you know I had to accept the fact that I was losing my vision and rather than denying what was happening in my life of course you know, it's hard not to deny the fact, or deny that I was losing my sight, and try to push it on the back burner. But rather than doing that, I realized that it's way better if we attack the problem, if we attack, you know, attack, you know, the challenge that we're being faced with, and hit it head on, because. You know, if I would have done this earlier, if I would have started using my uh, orientation orientation and mobility training earlier, I would have been better off. If I would have started learning Braille earlier, I would have been better off. If I would have started learning how to live my life blind, I would have been better off rather than waiting until my vision got to the point that it did. And that is one thing that this taught me. When we are faced with these challenges, when we are forced to face an obstacle in our life, whether we like it or not, you know, if we like it or not, it's not going to change the fact that we're going to have to face it. So... I definitely learned that it's better to not deny the fact that it's happening to it happening to us but to accept the fact that it's happening to us and to embrace it and do whatever it takes to overcome that obstacle or challenge and that's what I started doing and when I you know like I said I moved home from college in April when this all started of 2016. I left my friends at college. I left, I actually just got out of a relationship at the time, and I, I had no one. I came home, and the only people that I had was my friends and family, which we, my family is my friends and was my friends at the time. And it's, it's crazy to think about because... Without my family, I don't know where I would be today. I'm so thankful for my family because they, you know, they helped me through this rough time. They gave me rides to the gym, they gave me rides to work, and they really helped me to cope and to learn to live life without vision because with them, you know, my mom, she she helped me get in touch with all of these people who kind of gave me some some resources and also uh, you know, they just helped me when it came to learning how to operate and live life with no vision in the kitchen and all other, you know, all, in all other ways. So I'm so thankful for my family because my family is my friends and my friends is my family. And it's it's just amazing and I'm so grateful and thankful that I am able to have the family that I do have and that they are willing to help me. And they did help me through this, you know, the time of, you know, really, when I hit rock bottom in April of 2016, they were the ones that were there for me, and it truly means the world that, you know, I have someone in my life like that, and I really do think that we all have these people in our lives that are going to be willing to help us when times get rough. It may not be the the people that you think it's going to be, but I guarantee you that, um, if we look hard enough they are there and they are willing to help us no matter what the circumstances are and it's very important that we realize this so always keep that in mind so i'm super thankful that i you know i have the family that I, that i do that that is wi- like willing to help me and that did help me while all this started and while all this was going on and after i stopped after i stopped working in the restaurant that was when you know After I realized and I came to the acceptance of I was going blind, I was losing my vision and I'm going to have to live life in a new way, my family was one of those that kind of, you know, was a little bit nudging and tried to, you know, get me to start doing things. And that was when I came to realize that I needed to do things and that I was going to have to start crossing into some difficult waters and doing things that I didn't necessarily want to do, but I had to do. And, you know, one of those was orientation and mobility and if you've never felt a, you know, for me, the I'm about five eight, five nine, five foot eight, five foot nine, and that my my cane or my walking cane is fifty two inches, and that's very long. And if you've never felt something like that before. Imagine grabbing this this uh, folding cane. You unfold it and you you hold this out in front of you, and that is basically your eyes. That is what you use as your eyes when steps come upon you, when obstacles are in front of you, when you are you know trying to uh, find your way around an unfamiliar a- area. That is what you have to use. And one of the most difficult things for me was trying to travel, trying to mobilize, and trying to get around with. Out vision you know you have to learn how to use your ears you have to learn how to you really have to learn how to walk again that is the best way I can explain it because you're using this cane you're putting trust into this 52 inch aluminum cane and you. That's. That's what you have to trust when you are walking around. Whether. Whether it's out in an unfamiliar area, at the grocery store, in a city, wherever it may be. That's what you have to do. And it's really. It's learning how to walk all over again. And for me, that was super difficult. And it was just one of the weirdest things ever. And. And I. You know. I. If you. It, I th- you know, I fell victim to this. I fell victim to this always growing up. We always hear stories of these people who have, I guess, like freak accidents or these things that happen to them, and we all say, oh, that'll never happen to me. That, Nah, that'll never be me. But don't ever find yourself saying that because uh, before I, you know, from ages, well, you know, when I was born all the way up until 20 years old, I would never have thought in a million years that I would ever go blind. Well, it, it happened to me and you know you 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 know when when faced with some when you're forced to face obstacles like this, you have to learn, you know, every problem has a solution, every challenge can be overcome and every obstacle can be overcome. So, you know, whatever the problem may be in your life such as you know trying to get around and be demobilized there's going to be a solution and it it may might not be what you think it is and it may be difficult to find the solution but there's going to be a solution another great example would be just simply living in your own house you know think about going to the fridge closing your eyes and trying to get something out of the fridge you know for me i moved home from college so i wasn't used to the fridge layout like i was at my own you know apartment at college so, you know, everything's in a new area and imagine doing it blindfolded. Imagine not being able to see and imagine, you know, reaching into the fridge and trying to get out uh, you know, whatever whatever it is that you need to get out, the turkey, you know, turkey breast to make a sandwich. You're not going to I mean, you might have a general idea, but you're going in blind. You have no idea what you're looking at because you can't see it and you're just trying to find your food. It can be very frustrating, but that is another obstacle that you're forced to face and you don't have a choice to face this obstacle you either you can either sit down you can pity yourself and you can give up and you know get frustrated at things or you can okay take a step back take a deep breath And realize, what what is the solution to this problem? How can I get around it even though I can't see, for example? That is, you know, of course, that is my example since I was losing my vision. And, of course, the simple fact of reading paper. I'm sure all of you know what Braille is, but Braille is, uh, you know, I've talked to people before I started learning it, and they say it's not that difficult once you learn it, but... The process of learning Braille is very, very difficult in my personal experience, and it's it's crazy because it, um, you know, you're learning, you're you're literally learning how to read all over again, and it's just very difficult. You go from using your eyes to, you know, from reading normal print and very simple to reading by feel, and it's very, very difficult, and these are just a few, you know, a few examples of what what it's, what it's it's like and what I had to face when I started losing my vision, because all of us are going to be forced to face, you know, challenges, we're going to be forced to, you know, cross into some deep and difficult waters in our life, and it's important, rather than giving up, rather than getting frustrated, rather than, you know, just, you know, giving up on yourself and the, the challenge that you're being faced with, you know, to take a step back and approach the problem from a different angle, and realize that every problem is going to have a solution. It's all about the perspective that you look at the situation with because, you know, w- once you realize that, you know, if, if you do have a problem that approaches you, you know, because of an obstacle or because of a challenge that you're being faced with, once you realize that all of these problems are going to have a solution, and realize that I'm not saying it's going to be easy, uh, nothing's going to be easy, but once you realize that you can do it, and uh, realize that it is possible. It makes things way better, and you realize that there's nothing that can hold you back in you know in your life. And no matter what you know happens to you, no matter what your circumstances are. So actually, you know, I you know for me, you know, I realized this, and I any time a new a new problem would approach me or something would you know come up, um, I. So yeah, once you like realize that you can um, you know, once you realize that no matter what the problem is, no matter what you're you're faced with, no matter what you're forced to deal with and uh, challenges that you're forced to face, you can definitely overcome these challenges. And as long as you put your mind to it with patience, perseverance, and persistence, you can overcome anything, the three P's, and I, I guarantee you with that, anytime you're forcing or you're facing something challenging, just remember with patience, perseverance, and persistence, you can overcome that challenge. Now, you know, like I said earlier, I moved home from college and my family was my friends, and that was pretty much all I had, but I, I soon, uh, you know, I started going through my life and my life and you know I was learning how to live life blind I you know I was able to mobilize I started learning braille I was able to cook I was able to become more and more independent each and every day and I started you know realizing that I can you know I can do this this is not a problem and I was, I was continuously losing my sight. My eyesight was pretty much gone. I was left with nothing but light perception uh, once December rolled around. So from April until December was how long it really took for me to lose my vision. And it left me only with uh, light perception. And then I started to meet some new people. And you know, I think it's important to realize that sometimes, you know, moving home from college, I left my so-called friends at the time. And you know, I think it's important to realize that sometimes we will have to, uh, we will have to flip to a new chapter in our lives, and we're going to have to move on. But you know, it may be rough in the beginning, but we're definitely going to find new friends we're definitely going to meet new people and we're going to have new opportunities and doors open when we um you know as long as we are patient we're persistent and we persevere through the tough times we will definitely have new opportunities that will open up we will definitely meet new people who will help us along the way and that was definitely the case with me you know i met friends in the gym who were willing to help me and you know all kinds of Awesome people that I met, you know, a few people here locally, and it kind of gets me on to, into my next, you know, my next point. Uh, at the at the beginning, when I introduced myself to you guys, I told you guys that I was a natural competitive bodybuilder, but I'm also a content creator. Now, you might be wondering, you know, how does how does this guy create content if he's blind? And um, that was one of my major setbacks for when I. Um, when I started losing my sight, was technology. You know, this world is, you know, we technology is everything now. Mobile, especially mobile, you know, tablets and everything is very techno- technology savvy. And I, um, when I started losing my sight, using technology was very difficult. I first used a zoom feature an accessibility feature on the iPhone to zoom in to text uh, text to be able to read it on my phone. I could zoom in on any screen and it really helped me but once my vision continued uh, continued to progress I was was, uh, faced with this obstacle of being able to use technology and also in October I was faced with the the vocational side of things. What am I going to do with my life? You know, imagine losing your sight, and just imagine. You know, think. You know, you you go through a period of six months of your life, and you lose your vision. What are you going to do with your life? What are you going to do as a career? You know, engineering, of course, was already out the door, and the only thing that I knew that I loved, and the only thing that I was passionate about, was health and fitness, bodybuilding. And, you know, really the health and fitness side of things. So that's what I knew I wanted to do some, something with. But I didn't know what. So that was a huge obstacle that I was facing in my life. Was how am I going to be independent? How am I going to make a career out of doing something that I still... You know, ha, you know, how am I still going to be able to you know, do what I love and make a career out of it? Even though that I am blind. So that is when I decided I wanted to make a YouTube channel. So... I, you know, which YouTube is a video platform where, you know, creators such as myself make videos and upload them there, and, um, you know, I also have other social media platforms as well, but that is that is what I decided to do. Within a month after stopping working in the restaurant, I sat down, and with the help of, you know, technology... And Apple Apple has this accessibility uh, feature called voiceover and voiceover is how I operate my phone notifications, PM. That right there that gibberish that was my cellular device that was I, I call her Ava so Ava is actually you know That's voiceover, but Apple has you know I'm so thankful for Apple, but they had this accessibility feature called voiceover now I sat down on my phone, and I figured out how to start working it, and I figured out how, you know, I I really, you know, with patience, perseverance, and persistence, I figured out, you know, how to operate my phone with this, this program called VoiceOver, and it's all audio, like, you know, obviously, I can't see anything, but I, I learned, I quickly learned that, that I could do this on my phone, you know, okay, that's really cool, well, I had a Mac Computer from college, a Mac laptop, and uh, it was a MacBook Pro, and that is an Apple device as well. So I took it into the Apple store, and I ended up seeing you know, I got them to turn on voiceover, and wow, it was one of the most weirdest things ever. I had my computer gibbering off and gibberish, and um, yeah, so that's that's when it all began and I started recording videos on a camera that I got this cheap little camera and I started to figure out how to work voiceover on my computer now voiceover on my my laptop I don't use any of the trackpad the mousepad I just use the keyboard so I, I, I operate my computer my laptop solely off of the keyboard using shortcut key commands and all kinds of different little key commands but I, you know, so I decided I wanted to start this YouTube channel. I got a a little cheap little camera and I started recording health and fitness videos you know I you know both you know I loved health and fitness that's what I've always been passionate about since I was 14 years old and the setback of not knowing what I wanted to do with my life as far as a career you know everything started to come together and it it really opened my eyes no pun intended that this could be something I could you know I always loved creating content I've had a YouTube channel as a kid just back when YouTube was just you know stupid little clips and I, and it really opened my eyes. I was like, you know, even though I'm blind, I can do what I love, which is health and fitness and bodybuilding. I can also create content. Being a blind person, I can edit my own videos, and I can do this as my career. And it, it really, it was a really a new idea to me. And I said, okay, let's do this thing. So I got a editing software on my computer. And guys, when when I say you know the three P's. Patience, perseverance, and persistence. Wow! <laughs> um, by the time I sat down to really edit my first video, it it took me over a month. It took over four weeks for me to learn how to edit a video um, by audio. I use Voiceover on my laptop to edit YouTube videos. So I solely, I, I edit my videos solely off the audio, no visual and I do it all myself I can upload my videos and it's very you know I'm, I'm very independent And that's what I love. I love being able to be independent and do it all myself. I don't want the fact that I, you know, even though I can't see, even though I'm blind, even though that I'm forced to face the challenges and I am dealt the the circumstances I'm dealt with, it's not going to stop me from doing what I love. And it's not going to hold me back. And that's what I loved about it all, and that is what I started doing. So with the help of Apple's accessibility feature called voiceover and me just, you know, persevering, being persistent and having some patience. I was, you know, I was able to start up a YouTube channel and start creating content, recording and editing videos and started preparing for my first bodybuilding competition that I have ever completed. Once I started up this YouTube channel and I started doing what I loved, there were still many more obstacles that I was going to continue to face. You know, still with the mobility, I started getting more and more comfortable with my cane and walking around, but guys, I you know, I, You know, when I say imagine walking around with this cane, you know, when you leave here today, just, you know, or right now, if you if you get up and you start walking around, just close your eyes and imagine not being able to see anything and having to walk around. And that is what it's like for me. And then. You just have to learn how to use this 52-inch stick that's going out in front of you, and that was definitely one of the more major obstacles that I had to face in my life, along with communication, along with using technology, and everything, you know, when it comes to cooking, and when it comes to getting stuff out of the fridge, and living in, you know, at home, and trying to cook from the fridge, you you got to put things in the exact same place, and you can't move them, or you're not going to know where things are, and you have to put little buttons on the oven. There's so many different little things that you don't think about and that, you know, a sighted or yes, you sighted people, you know, before I lost my sight, I would never have thought about all these things that I have to do now. And it's crazy. It's crazy how I'm not going to say that we take things for granted, but you know, you, you probably have found yourself uh, getting frustrated, getting mad or getting upset over some something that really amounts to nothing. And that is one thing that I've realized because, you know, even though I lost my sight, I feel like there's could there could be someone down the, you know, down a few houses from me or down the street from me that is going through something that is a whole lot worse than what, you know, going like losing my sight is, you know, even though I did have a lot of things that, you know, I had to learn how to live life all over again. I had to learn how to walk differently and mobilize different differently. I had to learn how to communicate differently with braille and you know i had to learn how to use technology different differently and it's crazy to think of all these different things something as simple as waking up and getting dressed if you can't see what clothes you're putting on how are you going to know if they match or not and these are these are some of the things that i still you know in you know my everyday life that i have to you know face and go through and problems that i have to find a solution to that you know whether whether I want to whether I want to uh, you know whether I want to deal with it or not. I'm gonna have to face it. You know I don't have a choice but to deal with the circumstances that I'm de- I'm dealt with and. You know, rather than denying the fact that all this is happening and or happened and, you know, getting, you know, pity in myself, you know, we can sit down and we can pity ourselves over these little things that happen in our lives, or even over these big things. But if we sit down and pity ourselves, I can guarantee you that it's not going to, you know, it's going to benefit us zero to none. So any anytime that you are you are facing a challenge whether you are facing something right now if you feel like your life is in a rut or if you are facing a challenge in your life i just want you to think that you know you can you can get down on yourself you can go sit in the corner you can get your head down or you can make that decision, you can get up, you can get on your feet, and you can make something great out of it. And that is what, you know, it, it's only up to you and you only can make that decision to make something great out of the circumstances that you were dealt with. In the beginning, I, you know, right after I introduced myself to you guys today, I told you that I was in college and I was I went to college for something, you know, that I, I really I realized that I was not passionate about. And I also told you guys that I was in a rut. I felt lost. I didn't know where my life was going and I, you know, I was not doing I was not doing anything about it. I knew I needed to make a change. I knew something needed to be different and I knew that, you know, if if something didn't change, that my life was not going to be what I wanted it to be. I was not going to be happy. And um, you know, for me that you know, what got me out of that rut or what was my wake up call was going blind. Now everybody's going to be different, everybody is unique and everybody's life changing events will be different. And you know, so for me, going blind really woke me up. It made me hit rock bottom in my life, but it also woke me up and it got me back on path. And you know, it, it it's up to you to make that change. So you can make the change to get out of that rut or something is going to come along and it's going to make you make that change, whether you like it or not. And for me, that was going blind. But, you know, we fast forward to almost a year later after started, I started losing my sight maybe around April of 2017, and I, you know, like I already have this YouTube channel thing going on. I'm editing videos even though I can't see. I'm blind, and I'm making content. I'm a content creator. I'm training for my first bodybuilding competition, and one of the main reasons that I, you know, I started this YouTube channel thing, and I, I, I was obviously the vocational side of things and trying to find a career that I could still do and doing what I love. But it was also the fact that I can inspire people that no matter what they're going, you know, no matter what's going on in their lives, no matter what obstacles they are facing and challenges they are facing, that they can overcome those problems or they can overcome those obstacles. They can find a solution to their problems. And no matter what it is, they can take something that is negative and turn it into something that is positive. And that was my goal when I embarked out on this journey of creating content and trying to get my story out there. And when I started doing this, I, you know, I didn't have you know much much response or much um much, uh, I guess, you know, recognition for what I was doing. I was very small. I didn't have much of a following or a community that I was building. And that is exactly what I wanted to do. I don't like to say that I have fans. I don't like to say that I I have so many followers. I like to talk about it as a community and a community of nothing but positive vibes and, um, you know, influencing in a positive way. And that is what I want to do. I want to build a community. And for me, it has been, you know, every time someone comments on my social media platforms or my YouTube videos. Every time that someone comments and tells me that I I have motivated them, I have inspired them, I have... Um, help them to get back into the gym. It means so much to me. And it, it truly, you know, going back to that feeling of I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I felt like I was in a rut and I felt like everything was not going the way it should go. That, at that moment though, when I, every time I get these comments and I get these messages and I get all of these things where people tell me that I inspire them, I motivate them, and I, you know, I help them in some sort of way It makes me feel like this is my life's purpose. This is what I'm I'm meant to do. And it gives me so much um, insurance and assurance that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I wasn't meant to be an engineer. I wasn't meant to do this or that. I was meant to, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I went blind for a reason. And, you know, it, it, it was for me to embark on this journey. And being able to prepare for my first bodybuilding competition, being blind, being able to help all of these people out, even though, uh, you know, you know being, being able to help all of these people out just by sharing my life, by sharing my story and inspiring people and motivating people, it truly means the world, for, you know, to me. And it makes me feel, you know, it makes me happy and it makes me feel that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's so awesome that you know that I, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And when, um, you know, when I when I started losing my my sight, I didn't really know what I was going to do. But you know, you fast forward a year later, and I feel like I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. And even though that I'm blind, I you know I'm doing what I love doing. Now, for me as a person. Uh, for me, I, I've always been this person that loves be- going on adventures. I still do love going on adventures, but I I have been on, you know, many adventures and doing activities that I used to do before losing my sight. I know, you know, as an example, me and my buddies, we, um you know, I was visiting my friends back from college, and this is after... I, you know, I lost my sight and we went to this mountain this local mountain and we hiked to the top But I could no longer see and this is a mountain that I've hiked before But just imagine Just imagine that you 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 know, you go and you hike this mountain You can see everything's you know is fine and dandy and imagine you get to the top and it's a gorgeous view I mean it is just absolutely gorgeous the view you can see the land The trees are beautiful, everything, the land is beautiful, and you're just sitting on top of this mountain, beautiful weather, and, you know, it is just amazing. So imagine that. Now fast forward and imagine that now you're walking up the same exact mountain and you get to the top, but this time something is a little bit different. And that's something that is different as you are now blind. So you're sitting at the same exact spot that you sat before on top of this gorgeous mountain. And you're there with your buddies. And they are just sitting there relaxing and enjoying the view and the weather. And you're sitting there and you can't see anything. Now for me that's that's what happened. I went hiking and I uh, you know I've been up there several several times when I had my vision and then I lost my vision and you know I I didn't want to let my my blindness hold me back. I and I, you know, I never will. So I still hiked up to the top of this mountain, but it just it t- to me It's when you, it's when it's that moment when you realize that we can take things very simple for granted. You know, something as simple as being able to sit up there and just look over this mountain range and, you know, admire the beautiful land and the weather and everything. We can take it for granted because for me, I go up to the top of that mountain now. And I can't see a thing. And to me, it's no different. It's no different than sitting at the bottom of the mountain. You know, I enjoy hiking. I enjoy the activity and being active and doing the, you know, the act of hiking to the top of the mountain. But the the satisfaction when you get to the top is not the same. And you you, you slowly, and that was the first time when I returned back to something that I used to love so much. And I realized that since I now can no longer see that it's not the same, and it's not. It will never be the same. Another thing is, you know, me and my dad and my stepmom, we went to this this uh, Virginia Creeper Trail. If you've ever been out in Vir- Damascus, Virginia, you know I've done this trail probably five times before I lost my vision. And you know, we, we um. If you've never been out there, it's it's awesome. It's a beautiful, beautiful. It's on an old railroad railroadway, um, and it's this like seventeen mile bike trail trail. And it's in the mountains, and you ride beside this river the whole way, and you're crossing over these bridges. It's just beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I've done it several times when I had my vision, and it was just absolutely gorgeous. I loved it. And me and my mom, or my stepmom and my dad, went back up there, you know, after losing my sight. And um, you know, me and my dad, me and my father, this was the first time riding a tandem bike. But I just you know, I loved riding bikes as a kid. I loved riding mountain bikes on this trail with the beautiful terrain. But I realized once again, you know, it's it's one of those moments where it, it really it really makes you think because now that I could no longer see it was it's, it's just one of those it's one of those feelings where it's just not the same anymore it just does not feel the same and it's simply not the same and it never will be the same again and for me it was I, you know, I still enjoyed the act of riding the bike and going down but it just it was not the same you know I'm sitting there and I can't see anything and I'm just pedaling and that's just about it and there's many things that we we can take you know in life we can take for granted. I know, you know, since I am a bodybuilder I spend a lot of my time in the gym and I think that humble Um, humility can be a great teacher to us because I think, you know, as, as someone who's always in the gym, when I had my vision, I would find myself comparing myself to others, which I think is so silly now that I can't see because, you know, us as especially males and females, we go in the gym and we see some, so-and-so over there exercising. And, you know, if it's someone for their first time, we might be thinking, oh, wow, look at that puny person over there. And, Or if it's someone that's bigger, you know, we might be like, oh, you know, jealous and envying that person, envious of that person's body. But we, if you simply close your eyes and you, or you know, if you had a blindfold on and you're in the gym. You know, you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to tell if that person that person's fat, that person's built, muscular, has a great body, or if that person is their first time in the gym. And I think that humility can be a great teacher and teach us to be humble because, guys, um, it it to me it really has you know no pun intended again, but it really has opened up my eyes uh, that how you know when you simply take away the 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 sense of being able to see things can change a lot. You know, you return back to doing things that you've done before, but you simply take away your vision and your your perspective will change dramatically. I guarantee you that the the way you see things, the way you view the world and your perspective on life, it will change in a, you know, for the for the better, but it can be a huge wake-up call and I, you know, I I just want you guys to realize that without having to lose your sight, without having to go blind, you can realize that the perspective that you have on life is very, very important. Going through this journey, it's really, you know, it's really opened up my eyes. It's taught me so much as a person. It has made me who I am today, and it has just it has taught me to have a, a different perspective on life. And I, I truly. From who I was in April of 2016 to who I am now is truly a different person. I don't even feel like the same person. And I feel like that everything happens for a reason. And I think that, you know, everything in your life happens for a reason. It is it is a teacher. It teaches us to have a, you know our perspective on life is very very important. You know, I used to be someone who wanted to be well off in life. I wanted to have a nice car, I wanted to have an, a big house when I got out of college and I wanted to bring in um you know, a decent amount of money so that I could enjoy life. And my perspective on life has it has changed drastically ever since I lost my sight. And I could not be happier for for the way things have gone because I truly feel like a new person, and you know I'm way more humble. And it just has taught me so much more than I could have ever imagined. And at the age of 22 years old right now, and it just has it it has made me who I am today. And I just I think that the way that we choose to view things in life, we can we can choose to you know have the perspective, and you know we can choose to also have um, pity. We can choose to be down on ourselves. We can choose to not be a go getter, not persevere, not have persistence, not be patient. But if we take that, or if we if we have the perspective that you know I can't help that I lost my vision but I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to be great to be successful and to do what I love and that is exactly what this has all taught me because and you know and that's exactly why I'm here telling you my story, guys. Not everybody's going to go blind. Not everybody's going to have to face the challenges and obstacles and problems and you know, come up with solutions to the problems that I have. But the reason that I tell you all of this today, the reason that I come to you, and the reason that you are listening to my story is you may be facing a challenge in your life. You may be um, facing an obstacle that you have to overcome in your life at the moment. Or you know it, you you may not be there yet and but I can guarantee you that at some point in your lifetime you are going to be forced to face a challenge an obstacle and you're going to be forced to overcome problems that you do not have an option you know you don't have a choice but to deal with those problems and come up with solutions to those problems because um, yeah you you're gonna be forced. To, to face these obstacles, whether you like it or not, you know, you can sit down, you can pity yourself over the obstacles, over the circumstances that you were dealt, or you can take a step back, take a deep breath, and accept the fact that you have to deal with these circumstances. Accept the fact that you have to find solutions to problems that you could have never imagined you would ever have to have done. And accept the fact that you are going to have to overcome the challenges that you are being faced with. Because as soon as you do this, you stop denying the fact that you're going to have to overcome these things. And as soon as you stop denying it and you accept it, and you start pushing through it and you 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 instead of running from the um instead of running from the challenges you turn around and you hit it head on i guarantee you that things are going to be a whole lot better and i'm not i'm not going to i'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and say that everything's going to be a cakewalk or you know everything's going to be easy because trust me from experience nothing nothing is going to be easy and if it is easy it's, it's usually not worth having but I, you know, that is why I'm here telling you my story because I have had to, I have had to uh, face obstacles. I've had to uh, overcome challenges and find solutions to problems that I never thought in a million years I would ever had to have done at 20, 21 years old. I never thought in a year, a million years that I would ever go blind. Now, not everybody, you know, I'm not saying you're going to go blind, but you are going to be forced to face difficult situations. You're going to be in difficult situations that you have to overcome and. It is up to you and only you to overcome these these challenges, these obstacles, and these circumstances that you're going to face in your life. And it's you know only you uh, you know only you can do those things. And it's also up to you to look at things from a new perspective, from a different perspective. You know, be grateful for what you are able to do. You know, I'm so grateful that I can still go to the gym. I'm so grateful that I can still go and compete in bodybuilding competitions, even though I'm blind. I'm so grateful for technology that is out that helps me live my life the way I can live my life and that helps me to be independent. So be grateful for the things that you can do and don't look at everything with a negative Nancy attitude because you know you gotta be positive and look at the glass, you know, have the perspective of looking at the glass glass with it being half half full and not half empty because we've all heard that analogy but it's so true because you know perspective is a perspective is a lot of how we live our lives and it's also a lot of how we are going to be able to be happy in our lives. So it's if you have a positive outlook on life and you choose to attack these challenges head on rather than running from them and not giving up no matter what, remember with patience perseverance and persistence you can overcome any obstacle and you can you can face any challenge and defeat any challenge that you want to defeat and it might not be easy but I guarantee you that you can do it with patience perseverance and persistence so guys, that is why I am here telling you my story, I hope you all um i hope this all benefits you in some sort of way and you know i I, like i said you know many times i know we're not all going to go blind but we all are going to be faced with challenges that we are not going to have a we're not going to have an option but to face those challenges so um thank you all so much for listening and uh yes so if you have any questions please feel free to ask and that is it for my story